0: You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network.
1: Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Monica, Mikey H, and Chickapedia. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast.
0: Please and thanks for joining us on the 308th episode of final girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror thriller and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites i'm amy and i'm carly on today's episode we're discussing vhs 85 as selected by our wheel of terrors it's also what we discussed last week uh in our trailer trash talk segment so yes, there you go a continuation
1: our wheel of, <laughs> our wheel of <laughs> Terrors has a a weird sense of humor yes um yes. <laughs> as a reminder we do tend to spoil movies so continue at your own risk vhs 85 is streaming on shutter uh so make sure to check it out if you are a spoiler sensitive listener
0: i wonder if you can rent it on like an amazon or something too if you wanted i don't in know. case people don't have shutter yeah but um I don't know um, either. Research at your own risk. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Let's oh, see. Oh, that's nice of you. Um, no, it doesn't look like you can rent it anywhere.
0: All right. So, so I guess get Shutter or don't.
1: If you have Shutter or AMC Plus.
0: I mean, if there's any time to get Shutter, October is a great time. It's true, and they usually have some good,
1: like free week deals or whatever.
0: Absolutely all right well if you do before. do that
1: though oh. i don't know there's better movies to watch if i'm being honest Carly,
0: we'll <laughs> leave it we'll discuss it in a moment no they're okay. spoiling it already <laughs> excuse me <laughs> proceed before we jump in, can i start cheese are you done i'm done okay But before we jump into today's film, let's get started with the segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is a night swim with a January 5th release date. We're already in 2024 for trailers now. It's written and directed by Bryce McGuire. It's his first feature length film and he uh, also did the short by the same name uh, in the Witchcraft Motion Picture Company Presents Horror Anthology Volume 1. So if you check that out, you might be familiar. It's also written by Rod Blackhurst. The IMDb sum Wow. Let me try that again. The IMDb summary uh is feature length version of the 2014 short film <laughs> about a woman swimming in her pool at night terrorized by an evil spirit. Ooh. <laughs> like open
1: your eyes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I would have been out of that pool so oh my, much. The second sooner I, than I saw the lights go out, I've yep, been like, I'm done. "You I'm bitch! Out. What are yeah. you doing? I would We're have been done gone." Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no way. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like
0: I, I want to watch sorry. it.
1: Yeah, I want to watch it in your pool, though. Yes, yes, I want to do
0: nighttime pool swim with this the movie only for sure. It's the only gotta. way to watch it. Yeah. You got it. I, I'm surprised it's coming out in January. That's an odd time for a movie like this to be released. Honestly, and January not, is usually where they throw good, the movies.
1: Yeah, not a good
0: uh, uh, um, track record for like the first no. horror
1: movie of the year. It's usually not good, but like weirdly entertaining. So yeah,
0: I'm okay with it. We'll I, I I wouldn't expect this to be good, but I would expect Mm-mm. it to be fun. So yes, that's all. That would be the The limit of my expectation yeah um i get i you know i wouldn't think it's like unlike a lights out or something where you're taking a short a popular horror short and making Mm -hmm. it a feature-length film i think that lights out came out early in the year too if i'm not mistaken i feel like maybe they just don't have a lot of faith in it because it's a first time director really you know
1: i don't know why it needs to be two hours long it's two hours long yeah like this strikes me as a like 90 minutes a 90 minute movie
0: yeah it should be i would think but i guess we'll find out on january 5th (laughs) all right so there you go sounds good um white russell's in
1: it so that's that's cool
0: i love the idea of a of, of a supernatural pool horror movie i mean I have it's- a pool. I like to swim in my pool and I I love the idea of this. I think it's smart cuz night swimming by yourself can be creepy. Even
1: not night swimming when I was younger, I always would just imagine there'd just be a shark in the pool
0: randomly. Like, I don't I feel know like why. That's a, that's a common thing for kids. Right? Like there's <laughs> yeah. like,
1: I'm just, I'm diving off the diving board and there's magically a shark is going to appear. And But you me. love sharks. Wouldn't I that love make sharks. you happy? It would. I'd be like, my animal's here for me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: so yeah take you in. whisk you away to the ocean and yes where you'll live a go. happy
1: life with your shark friend magically turn into a mermaid and i'm out yeah
0: Woo. i was hanging out last night or a couple nights ago with tony and um occasionally he'll just go on pluto and put on whatever movies on and he was like jaws 2 and like put on jaws 2 and we watched like i don't know just 30 minutes of it before bed we didn't watch the whole thing but as i, sh- I was, Thought that was hilarious that he did that. I love that. that. I love that, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> it's like Carly approves of us watching I do. Jaws 2 right now. Absolutely. Oh, well, Jaws 3D. It's so classic. 10 classic. out of 10. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get going because we have a bunch of segments to get through with our next segment. Carly, what movie are we talking about today? We are talking about VHS
1: 85, um, which just came out October 6th on Shudder. I believe it is a Shudder exclusive. You can also find it on AMC+. Um, Should I just read all the segments or should we just go one by one? I think we'll just go one by one. Okay, so the first segment let's jump into is No Wake, written and directed by Mike P. Nelson, um, who also did the 2021 Wrong Turn. The premise is uh, seven seven friends travel in an RV to camp at a lake. Yep. And craziness ensues.
0: Yeah, so No Wake's not technically the first segment.
1: It's There's the like first a wrap full around. segment, yeah. The yeah.
0: wraparound of of total copy we'll discuss at the end, mm-hmm. um, since it's kind of segmented throughout the film. Yeah. Um, so no wake is the first f- full segment we get, and it's mm-hmm. uh, I-, I think the one I probably enjoyed the most. Like I it's thought we s- we started out pretty strong with this one, um, and. I didn't know who directed each segment as I was going through and I definitely didn't think it was Mike P. Nelson. Like I really was kind of thinking like maybe David Bruckner did it. Mm-hmm. Um so I was surprised when I found found out that Mike P. Nelson did it. Uh I, I liked it. <laughs> it's, it's an in- one... interesting
1: premise. Um so... I feel this is definitely the one that I liked and paid attention to the most out of mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it starts out absolutely terrifying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, so basically, like, these friends are on a boat and one of them is water skiing and, like, collapses and they have no idea what's going on. And they realize that they, like, are getting shot at by someone on. Short. the beach yeah. yeah um which is fucking terrifying absolutely I, I was messaging a friend and i was like i was like actually because i did i put off watching this movie if i'm being honest <laughs> sure. and i was like Fair. actually this is like kind of scary and then they're like alive but zombies but not zombies and then i was like and they're alive and <laughs> they lost me <laughs> um the makeup though i will say was amazing especially the woman whose like jaw like was coming oh my off. god so good
0: yeah that was really solid um i will so, honestly say the gore throughout the entire film is good Yeah. the yeah. special effects throughout the entire film are good um, and i
1: wonder if it's like because it's filmed obviously like a VHS tape mm-hmm. from 85. So I bet, you know, not having like a 4K image lends right. to the to the grime and the grittiness of the sure. special effects, but I think it was really effective and it I it looked wonderful, I think.
0: Uh yeah, the special effects in this one are great. I can agree that the zombie thing is a little weird. I didn't know that it I don't know, I don't know that I didn't like it. But it turns out that the Basically, there's signs that say don't swim in the lake and they Mm -hmm. swim in the lake. Um, And then basically what happens is the water makes you a zombie. But you're not a zombie. You're just not dead. Like it doesn't let you die, basically. Yes, correct. So you still have it seems like everyone still has like their wits about them. They can still Mm -hmm. talk as they're saying in the in while they're discussing it afterwards. Um, They're like, I feel more alive than ever. Yeah. The people who got killed outside of the water, dead.
1: The yes. people who got
0: killed inside the water after swimming, not dead. So mm-hmm. interesting premise. It ends in kind of a cliffhanger where we are, they're like, oh, we're going to take revenge on the person that did this to us, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was not a bad way. Because I was like, oh, I can't wait to go back to that. Like, I want to see what happens. So I think
1: that's what bothered me. Like, I... I do appreciate more so in the other VHS series. Um at least the earlier ones that each segment was a full story. Mm-hmm. Um this movie lost my interest a lot and I feel like it was more I feel like it was more so done in like the the theme of like analog horror mm-hmm. where Maybe it's just meant for people that don't have long attention spans, and so it's, like, very quick to switch it up. I do not – my brain doesn't function in that way, so I, like, lost interest, like, pretty quickly with a lot of these.
0: Fair. Um, I mean, I think it's – this is not my – I don't know. VHS, just in general, is not my favorite anthology. Same. Series. But the first one was
1: pretty strong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly like there's good and bad moments here. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's successful as like a standalone piece, but I think there's very successful moments throughout. Yeah. It's just but I agree with you. It's two hours long and it, you feel it like I, I, a lot of anthology series are longer because there's so many like pieces to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I felt every minute of this every minute. series. Yeah.
1: And I didn't even realize I'd seen – because I fell asleep a, a couple times. I think I tried to watch this movie like three or four times. Um, <laughs> and every time I like put it back on, I was like, oh, I got – I saw this. Oh, I saw this. Oh, I got farther than I thought that I got. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't retain that information. Like I feel like if you – Amy is amazing and she actually like wrote out each segment and what it was. If <laughs> I didn't have this, I wouldn't remember anything that I watched. <laughs> Fair.
0: But I do think, out of all the segments, it's a good start to the film. Um, It's a strong start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it left me hopeful. At this point, I'm feeling pretty good about continuing watching Yeah, at at this point. Okay, so our next segment is called God of Death, and it's written and directed by Gigi Salguero, uh, who did Bingo Hell, Uh, not oh super well known, at least in America. Um I think she's a, a Mexican um director. The premise of this one is a Mexican news crew is preparing for the morning news um at Orita TV. Um this is this is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Takes place in Mexico and um it's not bad. I loved the beginning of it, like the just just the chatting and getting ready for the morning news. Like I really yeah. enjoyed it, but it took, it took a bunch of turns and kind of lost me at each one. Same, um, but I could see how this writer probably has some good writing chops because the dialogue on its own is just really fun. Uh, at the beginning of this, uh, I was interested, I was excited. Um, it felt very natural. It did. It did. Um it felt very 80s mm-hmm. like Mexican 80s specifically and mm-hmm. it, it was uh it was enjoyable at at the start and then we have an earthquake almost everyone dies instantly <laughs> yeah. all the people that you you especially the main uh newswoman who I grew to love in 2 seconds dead and then yeah. I'm like okay well That sucks for me because we're like, where are we going now? You just made me fall in love with her and now she's dead. So, what do I care about now? Yes. It should have been her who survived. Totally. Right? Because then we would have been into into it. She would have been swearing and kicking up a storm. And it would have been way more enjoyable to watch her survive that whole series. Instead, we have some random camera guy who survived. Yeah. um, And a rescue crew comes and gets him. They somehow end up in a basement and then the, we're summoning demons for some reason. Yeah, so it, it it takes a couple turns. It is very gritty, um, gruesome. Uh, and like, so there's like th- three things happening. We have like a funny comedy happy th- moment. Then we have this like disaster film where, you know, everyone's dead and they're trying to escape a building that's collapsing from an earthquake. Terrifying, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then we have this demon thing that happens at the end that feels out of nowhere completely, so it's not my favorite, but it had promise, and I would still want to see more from this director because I bet she can do some good writing.
1: I would watch a feature from her for sure yeah. i yeah. think I think to your point, I just there. We lost the person that we were attached to. And then yeah. it, took, it went weird. It went too many different ways. And I was out. <laughs> My brain shut off.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't introduce us to a lovable character and then kill her. And then we don't get to see her again. Yeah, it's exactly. A yeah. <laughs> Didn't work for me. No. But I mean, there's some good stuff. There's some really good moments. Um, a little bit of scary moments in the basement. Um, it's fairly short. Um, but there you go, God of yep. Death. That's that segment, yeah.
1: Um, okay, next segment TKNOGD, Techno God, yep. Um, <laughs> directed by Natasha Kermani, um, who did Lucky. The premise is a performance artist opens a show for a small audience in a theater, yeah, yeah. The-
0: this one is a woman on a stage it's like very small performance artist uh, stage and she does this whole presentation on how there's no real god anymore the new god is this techno god technology has now become our god Mm -hmm. and and she shows a short film about a man who basically created virtual reality which i feel like this is like 85 is too early for this right like this technology did not exist in 85 no Um, she like
1: puts on a whole virtual reality outfit
0: (laughs) especially like this technology does not exist in 85 and this technology does not exist without like a lot of electricity a lot of power a lot of like ram and it's like this small little like It's like what it would look like today to have a full virtual reality suit, not in 1985. In 1985, it would look bulky as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) You'd have wires coming out and plugging into the wall and everything else. It would have been huge. It's like the first computers
1: around this time were literally like humongous.
0: Yeah. I don't don't know how old Natasha Karani is. Maybe she's younger and she just doesn't realize that technology in eighty five was not this, although I will say like this could be an alternate reality in nineteen eighty five where technology is like i is first starting to take take over like that was a big fear in the eighties is that technology is like this weird creepy thing that can take over your mind, and that is a very big thing in eighties horror movies. We see it all the time where technology and computers do weird and crazy things that they don't actually do. And there's like this big fear around them. So yeah. I'm going to guess an image. that that's kind of what she's playing with, uh, playing around with the idea, um, where this idea came from. It's my I'm sending you guess. an image of what
1: t- uh, what the headset for virtual reality looks like
0: in In 85. 1985? Okay, yeah. I'm going to look at it. Where are you sending it to me? I send it
1: to WhatsApp. Oh, okay. I can send it to Discord. I just copy pasted. That's fine. The data glove, the iPhone, HMD and the audio sphere. OK. Components.
0: So I don't think I actually maybe looked too far off. It's just a little bit more bulky. I think I think I'll take back everything I said, Natasha. You are absolutely (laughs) right. That's exactly what it looks like. I'm an (laughs) idiot. I was only one years old. What do I know? You know, <laughs> she did her research. She did her research. I did not do mine, and now I look like an <laughs> idiot. And that's what happens. Um, hey, correcting was, in live time. On was Final it really Girls called? Smurcast. Was it really called the iPhone? Like um, e y e, because that's yeah. what it's called in
1: the in the film. Yeah, the, the oh, that's iPhone e y e p h. Yeah, and the same thing that. too. I'm
0: learning new things today.
1: So like data glove, one word, but the D and the G are both capital. And then same thing with iPhone, both full the full words, but capital E, capital P.
0: Okay. And this person yeah. is sitting down. Is that because it's not a very mobile device yet? Yes, probably. Okay. So she
1: probably wouldn't have been able to get thrown around as she did. But like also right. it's a movie, so let's
0: suspend disbelief. But it is. It looks like it looks right. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just... I didn't even know technology was that advanced in 1985, so... Apparently,
1: VR
0: kind of started in the 60s. Really? Yeah. I need to do some research on this. I'm very interested. I, I seriously thought this was something that happened in, like, maybe the 90s and, like... It was patented in 1962. Wow. There A cinematographer
1: created something called a Sensorama, which was the first virtual reality machine in
0: 1956.
1: Whoa. Yeah.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah. Who knew? Not me. Guys. Natasha me did, either. but I didn't.
0: <laughs> Six
1: short <laughs> films were developed for it. It was supposed to be the cinema of the future.
0: Well, I stand corrected. This is a work of art. Good job, Natasha. <laughs> Very accurate. I mean her until history there's a, lesson. <laughs> there's a demon until there's a demon that kills her. A demon yeah, god. She, a techno she, god, if you will. She doesn't uh, like it. That kills her during her performance. Again, very good special effects when her leg meat gets stripped off the bone. Um yeah. there's and then the audience loved it. They loved the <laughs> they, loved they the were performance. Like, Woo! Let's go. <laughs> it reminded me of that. Um. Oh, God. Do you remember that music video that was on when we were probably in high school? What's his name? Robbie Williams or something. And he's like dancing and he's stripping and then he starts taking mm-hmm. his own skin off. Do you know that oh, one? Yeah, I do. I do. Robbie
1: Williams is it Rob- was a big. Yeah, he was a is big deal Robbie? in the uh, in the UK. And so I knew him because of the Spice Girls.
0: Oh, OK. Is that, is that um, his name, though? Is that am I getting the right guy? Yeah. Yes! Wow! Yeah. <gasps> Look at I'm me! I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm impressed with myself. I never know names. Um, <laughs> I'm looking, but it at- isn't unlike that, where it's like you're doing performance art, and then people like it, so you just keep going, and then you're dead. You're and dead. Everyone's yeah. happy. You didn't make it. I know. I didn't. I didn't dislike the segment. I thought it was. F- it was good it was one of the shorter segments and i think it worked pretty well Mm -hmm. um i don't know how well it fits with everything else that that was
1: my complaint um i think it just it i i got distracted because it kind of felt out of place it did
0: i I I think they probably
1: put it in the middle because they're like where else do we put it yeah but i did like um
0: i liked that it was more like sci-fi horror yes it was it was not without its gruesomeness, but still enjoyable, mm-hmm. relatively short, straight to the yeah. point um, yeah, I didn't dislike that one Lovely. my complaints my uh, my my complaints are apparently moot because <laughs> everything I thought that was silly uh, is not silly and I'm the silly one. Here I am looking silly okay what else is now uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know is I know nothing. All right. Next up, uh, Ambrosia, written and directed by Mike P. Nelson yet again. We're circling back to the first segment because this is the continuation of that one. Mm -hmm. Um, So in this segment, um, we have a young girl at a party um, and it just looks like a normal family party. Um, You know nap uh napkins (laughs) napkins (laughs) there are napkins we love the party napkins drinks (laughs) (laughs) napkins was the first thing that came to my brain when you have a party make sure you have napkins um Mm. you know kids arguing with each other videotaping each other um the young girl goes outside she sees the rv from the beginning from the first segment drive away Mm -hmm. and she gets a little bit freaked out And then a little boy runs up to her and squirts her with water. Booze. Boom. It's not booze. It's water (laughs) from the lake. (laughs) Spoiler alert. She gets squirted with water from the lake. And uh, we find out. They all go inside. They're going to watch a videotape of when she killed a bunch of people. Because her family tradition is to kill seven people when you turn 15
1: tradition for some
0: reason for some reason (laughs) there's no real reason but that's their family tradition some families do this and some families do that and this family kills seven people when they turn 15 and apparently it's just a family of murderers yeah and they videotape it well she did well she did everyone else just had pictures or a slideshow apparently she had a whole video because it's the 80s and she is a modern woman she is Um, so high tech We now see the killings from the lake from her perspective. Before, we didn't know where the mystery bullets were coming from or anything that was happening. Now we can kind of see exactly what happened from her point of view. After she shows the videotape, the cops come. I don't know how the cops know. Did the people in the RV also call the cops? I feel like that's
1: the only thing that makes sense.
0: Okay. So she, they call the cops. The cops come kill. And they they have a standoff, a family standoff against the cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this girl is fully prepared to die. The mom says, whatever happens, don't let them take you into custody. Yep. You know, go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. She tries As to go you, out in a you blaze want of your glory. your parent to tell you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Defend the family. She, she tries to go out in a blaze of glory, but instead she cannot because she was squirted with the water from the lake and so she just becomes an alive oh. dead person. Yep. There you go. There you go. I didn't like that. No, I wanted me I wanted some I wanted it to be something different. <laughs> I would have rather
1: the zombie campers have taken down the family or something.
0: Yeah, or just it, like have it, it be some sloppy. weird crazy person and have the zombies come and like creep the fuck out of them. Yeah. It felt
1: yeah, it felt sloppy, especially with all the cops yeah. coming in.
0: I didn't yeah, I mean f- with the promise I had in the first segment, I was kind of expecting a little more. Didn't mm-hmm. didn't quite settle the way I was hoping, but eh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right, we got a couple oh, left.
1: Next, sorry, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, <you're good. laughs> the next segment um, is called Dream Kill, directed by Scott Derrickson, uh, written by C. Robert Cargill. Um, I think. Sure, um, Scott Derrickson did Black Phone and Sinister. The premise is home invading. Bl- 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 home invasion video is sent to police before it happens yeah i wrote that that's why
0: it's not good i was just trying to That is what it is uh, yeah so and then i don't like, know this happened weeks ago see robert cargill is listed as a writer just period for the whole movie um mm. it didn't attach him to this segment but i think it is because he and scott derrickson worked together all the time. Gotcha. So, gotcha. I just am assuming that he wrote this segment or at least in part wrote it. Yeah. Um which I was watching this and I was like this is Scott Derrickson written all over it. This is the only segment that I was like it's definitely Scott Derrickson like there was no doubt in my mind yeah. that this was Scott Derrickson segment because it is gritty. Mm-hmm. It is gruesome. It is difficult to watch at points in time. Mm-hmm. Um it's very sinister-y, yes, <laughs> first-person totally felt... point-of-view, murder-y. Mm-hmm. Um, this one creeped me out, at first, at least. I would say the first portion of this is, to me, upsetting. <laughs> this is when I turned it off the first time. I was like, I need a break. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it was very sinister vibes, like the yeah. the movies in Sinister that literally just make your skin crawl. You're like, I'm not supposed to be watching this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely felt that way. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know me, I don't love the home invasion thing. Yes, I know that. So it definitely creeped me out. Um, Where the segment went later eh, kind of fell off for me a bit. We got I was kind of hoping it was like a time traveling serial killer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But instead it was premonition dreams that somehow were recorded on videotape okay fine
1: all the ring even though it's not a premonition but you know yeah but your brain makes the x-ray onto the video
0: exactly exactly um i feel like this one to me is the scariest one Mm -hmm. um has the scariest moments um and it is well done, uh, but then there's parts where I'm like, "What?" It kind of just like falls up, falls off for me at the end because the things that the killer does at the end make no sense at all. The killer
1: was, was this so, the end? Go I kind of zoned out a little bit. Sure. Is this? What happens here? Is at the end with like the goth kid or is
0: that a separate one? Yes. This is the okay. one with the goth kid. OK. So let me just kind of rewind. We find out. OK, so the cops are getting videotapes. They're watching them, but not really thinking anything of it until mm-hmm. a murder happens. And the murder is exactly like the videotape. And they're like, how this video, this murder just happened. They know it just happened. There's a 911 call attached to it. But a week before, they got a videotape depicting this exactly—the same house, the same woman, the same everything. Yeah. So that's a very interesting premise that grabs you. It's the the murder scenes are very intense. Mm-hmm. Um, then we find out that there's this kid that's dropping these videotapes in the mail. So they. Yeah get the kid they find out the kid's father used to be a cop used to work with the main cop and he left the police force to do um I forgot what they called it like video forensic film forensic mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. so he he left the force and he does this like forensic videotapes yes okay cool so you know Fast forward, we find out that that the dad is the killer. The guy who does the forensic videotapes, he is the killer. And his son has this ability to have these uh, premonition dreams and then gets them on videotape somehow. Mm -hmm. So basically his son is telling on his dad, but the son doesn't know it's his dad doing it. Which is fine. All of that is fine. What I have a problem with is the dad tells the cops, hey, my son has this thing where he has premonitions and they're real and they're true. If you're the killer, why would you tell them that? Why wouldn't you just be like, well, my son's crazy?
1: (laughs) Or just keep him out of it
0: altogether. Yeah, it's just weird because he's like, "Okay, that's the first weird thing. The second weird thing is he the cop figures it out. He shoots the cop fine. He goes in and kills the woman anyway. And then he goes At in to kill the son. Which and then is weird. he goes and then he's all bloody and he has a knife covered in blood. He's covered in blood. He walks into a police station to kill his yeah. son. Like, what are you doing?
1: It's off the rails. It makes no Why sense. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. And what is so weird too is he like pulls out the gun to shoot the son and then you hear a shot, but it, he gets shot, and you're yeah. like, "Okay, well, maybe someone's outside the door." But then it switches perspective, and the guys, whoever shot him, is like all the way down the hall. Yeah. But like if you look in the in the in the shot, he's like in the room, so there's no way that like the bullet ricocheted off the wall. I, and like I mean, I was like, this
0: what is, is it's just chaos. This is what I'm saying. It probably has the most interesting and creepy storyline out Mm -hmm. of all of them but and yet
1: disappointing
0: it it just seems like there's very simple things that they could have fixed that they just didn't yeah like it's just sloppy writing at the end yeah which is weird it's like maybe they had something bigger and better to work on i don't know and they're like ah, let's just do it this way yeah it doesn't work it doesn't it totally falls off at the end and i'm just left confused to be honest yeah that's why I was because like, is that the end of this one? It was promising. I don't know. <laughs> it was promising. It could have easily been good. Yeah. Um, maybe not my ultimate cup of tea, right. but still good. I mean, I can recognize that it had a lot of promise, that it started off yeah. with a bang for sure. It did. It ended with a bang, but not the kind that we want. Yeah. A womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's close out with this final segment. And this is also the first segment and then scattered throughout the film. It's called Total Copy. It's directed by David Bruckner, uh, and I'm guessing it's written by Zoe Cooper. Um it's uh they worked on Nighthouse and the Ritual. I don't know if Zoe Cooper worked on both of them, but she worked on at least one of them, and I didn't write down which one. Uh, the premise of this one is a documentary. Uh, t- uh, phew, I'm having trouble today. A documentary <laughs> on a team of scientists yeah. at Stammer University studying a shape shifting being they named Rory. So. This, this meant nothing to me. This is. This... I don't.
1: <laughs> I could have done without it. Why? I just this I wasn't interested in I was like okay next like let's go I
0: don't know this I just does wasn't not interested. Have David Bruckner written on it at all to me yeah like this yeah. isn't I'm like who, are you love sure Nighthouse, did this Love one? the ritual hated everything about this <laughs> I don't I don't understand how this is David Bruckner like this did not remind me of David Bruckner in any way shape or form no even a little bit no um I did not care about rory i i didn't want to watch more every time rory came on i was like okay i was like next segment um, please
1: let's go yeah
0: <laughs> let's keep going um i feel like a lot of times anthology series have a really hard time with the wraparound you know yeah That's one thing Trick or Treat had fucking going for it, man. It is the most cohesive, flawless flawless anthology film to ever exist. I don't know. Southbound's really good, too. I liked, uh, right, Southbound? Southbound has a solid one, too. And Southbound is one where we had different directors, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Trick or Treat works so well because it's one person. (laughs) I agree.
1: Trick or Treat's Um, flawless.
0: It really is. Uh, we can't go around comparing everything to trick or treat, but I'm just saying those are examples <laughs> of wraparounds that work. And I agree. Watch Southbound me. has a good one. Uh, yeah. Total copy. Not, not doing it. It's no. not up to snuff. It does not no. work. Um, I will say the end made me chuckle a, a little, um, but that's not really what you want at the no, end like, of your horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i mean i laughed but then i was like that's not the way it should end though right no. Like, oh rory yeah i didn't it's not a bad premise it's just it's stretched so far and there's not a lot of meat there no and it's just mm, disappointing i was definitely expecting more from david bruckner
1: yeah, not my fave. No. I would have rather just had it been like a stop and go of all the other yeah. segments. Yeah, you know?
0: absolutely. Just have a title card, tell me what the yeah. segment is and show it. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. But at the end, there is a uh, an alien being making humans do a rope a size. So if that's something you're interested in watching, check it out. <laughs> Aerobics size, aerobic. What did they call it? Aerobics. A- <laughs> no, didn't they have like a funny Jazzercise? name for it? Jazzer size. Maybe that's what I was trying to say. I said aerobicize, aerobicize? a mm, aerobics <laughs> size. Fucking mess. Yeah. I promise oh, I'll man. be back to normal soon. It's just you're good awful right now. In my head. You are Ugh. good. Am I? I don't feel it. I don't feel good. You're you're doing great, kid. I don't, I don't agree. Okay. So, I mean, that's VHS 1985. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, 1985. There you go. All right. I think, you know, the last VHS, what was it, 94 we did a few years back? I think so, yeah. That one was really bad. This is better than that, but I wouldn't say it's good. Yes. But if you like VHS, I would say where VHS is, it's probably falls like towards the, the front middle end of how good they can be, versus how bad they can be, mm-hmm. um, and you know if you, that's your bag, check it out for your October horror month. It's not really my favorite thing personally, no. but. Mine either. Um, you know, it could it could be people's um, October tradition to watch a v- the new VHS film because it is becoming a regular annual thing for them. So yeah. it's the new Saw <laughs> coming yeah. out each October. I'm glad Good it's for... not a theatrical release. Just oh, me keep too. it the way it is. You know? Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. Let's close that okay. chapter and put it back on yes. the shelf.
0: um the wheel (laughs) did not smile upon us (laughs) maybe she will be more generous (laughs) next week a cruel joke yes Um,
1: anyway what are you up to have you
0: been watching things i've been working and watching buffy and pretty much nothing else It's just work has taken over my life and it will end soon, but it's still happening, unfortunately.
1: I'm glad you're at least getting, um, finding some solace in Buffy.
0: Yes, Buffy is helpful, although I'm in the most depressing season of Buffy right now, right smack dab in the middle of season six. So it's not really uplifting at this point in time. It's a pretty bummer season and I don't think I really recognized how bummery it is. (laughs) Which season is it? Six.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that one's a doozy.
0: It is a doozy. It is a doozy. So I'm kind of doing that. I think I'm going to put on some lighthearted things this weekend to try to lift my spirits a bit. Maybe watch some movies. You know, maybe some Pride and Prejudice. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I love that.
1: (laughs) I love that. What are you up Um, to? What am I up to? I've been watching a horror movie a day, which has wow. been fun. Mm. Um, most of the movies that I've watched have been repeats. Okay. Um. However, I I I watched ish uh, dashcam, which may be my least favorite movie I've ever seen. Wow, <laughs> that's a strong comment. I. <laughs> I was, like, waiting for it to get better,
0: you know? Yeah. Because it's not a long movie. It felt no, like a freaking long-ass movie. it does long feel long. Movie. Yeah. That's one um, we've both seen but never done on the show. No. I, 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 just, thought, like I just I just
1: watched it for the first time.
0: I don't feel like we're. I'm going to get you to be able to do that on the show for a while.
1: <laughs> I would prefer us never, ever doing it because I would never <laughs> want anybody else to, like, watch it, you know? Sure. Fair. Um, Fair. I saw The Exorcist Believer. Okay. And it's, okay, not a good movie by any means, but I don't think it's as bad as everybody is saying that it is. All of my friends hated it. <laughs> it's not, like I said, not a great movie. But yeah. like, is it as, is it, there's worse. There's worse out there. Tell them to watch Dashcam and then come talk I to me. I think
0: that people were excited about it. And I think that's the oh. reason... that people (laughs) excited about it i think there were a lot of people that thought it looked scary Mm. um and were excited about it so i think for that reason it's getting the hate i think if people saw it and saw what we saw in the trailer and then went to see it maybe wouldn't be so disappointed but i had friends that were like into the trailer and excited to see it gotcha um and i was was like fine with the trailer reduce those expectations a little bit
1: (laughs) yeah I it's like I was fine with the trailer like I was but I wasn't excited. I was just kind of like whatever. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm.
1: I feel yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about the movie like whatever. Um but I think that Leslie Odom Jr. who's like the main the dad in it was phenomenal and I want mm-hmm. him to be in more things, but I also want David Gordon Green to kind of take a break. Um <laughs> wow. On horror, I love his comedy. Give us more comedy films, sure, sure, sure. You know, but like maybe let's pass this exorcist torch onto someone else and see what they do with it. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I also watched Haunt for the first time. Okay, and I was pleasantly surprised by it.
0: Um, I think I've seen
1: that. Can you remind me what it's about? So it is that the documentary. No, I thought it was too. Um, when I was going into it, it's like a group of friends decide that they want to go to like an extreme haunted house. Mm -hmm. Um, and they go into it and it's kind of like a maze type thing. But then obviously like people die. Um, but it kind of goes a different, I don't want to say too much about it, but like it's a basic premise of like an extreme haunt gone wrong. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was good. And it's only 90 minutes. So I, I feel appreciate like that. I've
0: seen I mean, I've seen so many movies like that, that they mm-hmm. all kind of bleed together. And I'm trying to think if I've seen it or not. And I, I don't know. I know the poster.
1: Yeah, I, you do know the poster. It came out in
0: 2019.
1: OK, Um, I might have you, seen it. I'm it's, have... it's streaming on Prime and Hulu. Okay. OK, so I definitely if you need to add a movie to your list, um, check it out. Okay. Um I saw a movie that just came out in theaters. I went to the Draft House the other day and it's called Dark Harvest. Um mm-hmm. and I really like the idea. There was a lot of good things happening. Um I definitely recommend checking it out. Um it's like about a cursed town in the early 60s. And there's mm-hmm. this, like, legend of this, like, creature called Sawtooth Jack who essentially, like, comes out of the cornfields on Halloween. And so, like, they have all of the, like, teenage men, I think it's, like, 18 years old maybe or younger, mm-hmm. um, like, they release them to, like, kill this thing and then whoever kills the being gets like their family gets this like fancy house and gets all this money um the premise is really solid but there it's just like i feel like the editing of it was a little off but Mm. it is something that i think has a lot of good moments and i definitely recommend checking it out okay thank you um those are like my new my You've been watching a
0: lot. Flicks.
1: I have. Good I have. for
0: you. I have not been. I just don't have the time. And maybe yeah. next week I can <laughs> jump in and start yeah. watching more. I think a um, lot of that's a
1: lot of the reason why I've just been rewatching things is because yeah. like, I know they're easy. Like today, obviously, 2009, Friday the 13th. Boom. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so. We're recording on Friday the 13th, guys. There you go.
0: I uh, I had friends over. I do like fairly regular movie nights now with with a handful of my friends, and mm-hmm. um, I show them different horror movies that I enjoy. Uh, and sometimes they love them, and sometimes they don't. And mm-hmm. last night was not a night that they enjoyed, which I found very upsetting because it was Halloween three one of my faves you know that a lot of it's people not don't like it. yeah. it's not for everybody it's not for everybody but i was a little well you know it's 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 i don't feel like it's it's not a good movie right halloween three it's not really a good movie it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense no, but that's but part of its charm exactly that's why it's amazing <laughs> and i think that like maybe I thought my friends would appreciate it because they do like a campy, weird, bad movie. Yeah. Um, but that one, I think, just was not it was not hitting the right notes last time. That bums night. me so, out, man. Yeah. I was about 20 minutes into the movie when I realized they're just not going to appreciate this the way that I do. <laughs> broken hearts made worse by the fact that i have a giant halloween 3 tattoo on my arm (laughs) because now they just think i have a really bad movie tattoo on my arm no it's
1: so good we know
0: we know i know (laughs) we know you know who knows justin lore knows because he also has a
1: halloween 3 tattoo (laughs) halloween 3 tattoos unite
0: yeah it's one of my most recognizable horror movie tattoos. Like I have a, I have a half sleeve of horror movie tattoos, and I would say most of them you would need to watch the movie to know. Uh, but that's one where you wouldn't. I had that one, and mm-hmm. probably. I mean, my most recognizable one is my, um, is my Sam, my Sam yeah. lolly, Sam lollipop. Yeah, Pop. yeah, yeah. But anyway. So that was kind of a bummer for me, Man. but I still enjoyed it. But I, I wanted to enjoy them enjoying it. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I do. Because they, the they love Night of the Creeps. They love Night of the Creeps. They love Demons. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so they like some of them, just you know, not all of them. Look,
1: they just have to <laughs> fall in love with Tom Atkins, like
0: we. You did. know, I thought about showing them Night of the Demons instead because it's very Halloweeny.
1: Yeah. You know, that's one it that is. I haven't watched
0: in a while and it's very Halloween-y. But, but so is know. Halloween 3. Right? Yeah. I mean, it is, but I even wore my Tom Atkins Rules t-shirt. Hell yeah. Also, you know, the appreciation on that was low. The level was low.
1: Look, I would have <laughs> raised that level to a 10. So. I
0: appreciate you, Carly. Hey, anytime. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, should we spin this wheel? Let's spin that wheel. All and right. uh, I mean... Charlie,
0: I, I hear you. And <laughs> here you go. This is for you. Char- Charlie has been asking for the Wheel of Terror sound effect. He said, where did it go? I got you. S- I'm sorry, Charlie. Okay. This So this mm-hmm. one's
1: for Charlie. Let's go.
0: Okay. Hang on. I have to delete VHS 1985 so we don't have to watch it again. Get it the fuck <laughs> off of the wheel. <laughs> Okay. All right. Here we go. Eel of I'm going
1: to need you to spell
0: that one for me. V-I-R-U-P-A-K-S-H-A. Virupaksha. V-I-R-U-P-A-K-S-H-A. V-I-R-U-P-A-K-S-H-A. From 2023,
1: it is streaming on Netflix. Okay. Cool. Something new. Something new. Oh, Jesus. It is two hours and 26 minutes.
0: It's not short. No. It is not a
1: short movie I film. think it
0: won like a lot of awards though. Okay. It looks so. very,
1: Um. so it's, I think it's out of India. Yeah. It looks kind of fantasy, if I'm being honest. There's yeah. there's wings involved.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's strict horror. I think there's a lot of different elements, and one of them is horror.
1: Oh, yeah. We it's shall see. Action, adventure, drama, mystery, thriller.
0: Yeah. Cool. Is horror in there, too, or no? It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: mystery and thriller, horror, action and adventure, drama. Oh,
0: okay, cool. We've got cool. a lot. We They're all-encompassing. Well, I mean, if it's two and a half hours long, we better not just have a one note, you know? It's true. All right. All right. Make Vero. some time for Virupaksha this week. Virupaksha
1: streaming on Netflix. Boom. Bam. Cool. And a
0: 2023 release. That's always yeah, fun. That is. A new release. We love it. All right. Well, then until next week when we discuss Virupaksha, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye.